Geola. Shir number six. Continuing the dynasty of the wicked family started with with Omri, then Achav, then his majesty Yehoram, the son of Achav. He, well, he also angered Hashem. In retribution for his wrongdoings and the sins of the generation, Hashem plagued the land of Israel with seven years with famine. Famine was always used. Think about the second paragraph of the Shema. You abandon Hashem, there's no rain, there's no food, there's famine. That was used as a symbol of, come on guys, get back on track. It often didn't work. At the end of this period, Elisha the prophet announced that a special miracle was about to take place. The next morning, there would be so much food throughout the city. One of the king's officers absolutely refused. How could it be? And he was punished for his lack of faith. The masses trampled him to death before he could enjoy the food. The Madras explains the officer knew that God could do anything. He simply didn't believe that Hashem would perform miracles for such a generation. How can Hashem perform miracles for people who abandon Hashem? The officer said to them, Is God going to perform miracles for this wicked generation whose deeds are similar to the deeds of the generation of the flood? Hashem said to him, You have the chutzpah to speak badly about the Jewish children. It doesn't work that way. What happened to him? People trampled him in the gate as they ran to get the food. That's an entire family. Grandpa, the son, the grandson. Saw incredible, incredible miracles. Salvation. Saved from their troubles. Not because they were tzaddikim. They were wicked people. What do we know? Sometimes sometimes it's a bit like the religious community want to believe that God will act, that we think we should act. It's a form of idolatry. We're making, we're not, we're not, they don't, we don't see, people are not viewed in the image of Hashem. Rather, people make God in the image of people. That people would act kindly to those who are kind and those who are good. And we would act in a different way to those who, who hurt us. But Hashem has a different plan. In the case of Omri, we saw that the merit of building a city in Israel was so important that he deserved the miracle. But what about the other kings? Virtuous interpersonal conduct protected Achav and his generation. Achav's entire generation worshipped idols, but since there were no slanderers amongst them, they would go to war and they would win. There was unity. More than, more than that, Achav valued Jewish nationalism, using his last bit of strength to help the Jewish people defeat his enemies. Yohoram shared in the suffering of his people wearing sackcloth underneath his, his garments when the famine struck. Now, yeah, okay, he was prepared to kill the prophet, but looking off the Jewish people, stood by him. It's incredible. The initial impetus for Ezra and Nehemiah's redemption in the second temple time came from a non-Jewish king. Cyrus, the king of Persia, ruled over the land of Israel, and he gave the Jews permission to come home, rebuild the base Hamikdash. The Medrash indicates that Hashem's choice confused the people, astounded the people as well. The assembly of Israel said to Hashem, Master of the universe, would it not have been better to perform all these miracles through a Jew, through Daniel or another righteous person? Why Cyrus? The same point. What do we know? We have to be very careful not to make Hashem in our image. And imagine Hashem as a human being with human limitations which have faith in Hashem the process is unfolding 
and to assume that people who don't follow Hashem cannot be the instrument for change is clearly not the message that Tanakh gives us. Have a fantastic day.